You're now listening to the audible sanctuary that delves into the transformative power of embracing the more tender aspects of femininity. I'm your host, Dale Pasco, committed to making the allure of gentleness irresistible and showing you that it's safe to live in the soft side of womanhood. Hey y'all, welcome back. What's up? I hope everybody is doing amazing. Today we have officially made it to episode 21, which means we have three more episodes before this second season is over. So I just want to give myself and every listener a round of applause for tuning in, for providing feedback, and even just shouting me out online. I really do appreciate it. Just a brief recap as always, we got into the importance of not comparing yourself to the next woman. So if you have not heard that yet and you find that you tend to compare yourself to other people, sis, it's time you stop comparing yourself to everyone else. Keep your eyes on your own paper. Love who you see in the mirror and celebrate you. Today, I want you to know that you are all that and then some. And although others may be bothered by what you carry and what you give, they can't stop you unless you you allow them to. So let's go ahead and get into this conversation. But before that, I got a little too excited. Let's go ahead and say our affirmations. My confidence is proof of God's light within me. I will shine regardless of external opinions. I am a beacon of strength and authenticity, inspiring others to embrace their own greatness. I embrace the fullness of my capabilities and I am not afraid to showcase my talent. I choose to be a force of positive change, afraid to challenge stereotypes and break barriers. And lastly, yes, I am a woman of substance and I have every right to believe that I am all that and then some. Let's say that last one one more time. Yes, I am a woman of substance and I have every right to believe that I am all that and then some. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this topic for today. So the title is, does she really think she's all that? And if she does think she's all that, why does it bother you so much? So I really wanted to get in on this because I'm really breaking into building confidence and helping women to understand that it's okay to celebrate who they are and all of their greatness with their issues that they may be overcoming with different things that they're trying to learn about themselves or to step out of. I want you to know that no matter where you are in life, you are all that because you were created by a God who created everything and is all that himself. All right, so if you're made in his image and likeness, which you were, then that means that you can't be less than anything that is all that and then some. So sometimes when women have a certain confidence and allow their light to shine in a way to where she's not allowing it to be dimmed, it can honestly be intimidating to some people around her. And the reason that it can be intimidating is simply because they have not learned how to live and walk and exude 
that confidence. Growing up, there were times we would be told, you know, to stay humble and not to do too much. And it wasn't on the basis of making sure you didn't become prideful or boastful in a sense, but more so, so that you didn't bring too much attention to yourself. And what I've learned is that one, God created us to share his light with the world. The light that he has allowed to shine within us is not to be hidden. He desires that we be seen by the world and not to showcase ourselves, but to showcase who he is, right? To glorify who he is. However, he designed each and every one of us a very specific way to be able to draw people to that very light. And so some people will be drawn to you because of your beauty, because of your style, because of the way that you speak. Simply these external things that they can hear and see and possibly smell. We want to make sure that what draws them is not necessarily what keeps them, but when they are drawn to us, they are able to further see the light that's within us. And so our beauty won't be extinguished because we're full of darkness. Instead, they're like, wow, you're beautiful inside and out. I believe that's one of the greatest compliments any woman can receive, knowing that she's not just beautiful outwardly, but she's also beautiful internally. To be honest, we want to do more work internally than we do outwardly, but we also do not want to neglect external, the outward. We want to do work on that as well because it matters. It matters how we present ourselves. It matters how we represent God, even in our style and our fashion and in the way that we just simply take care of ourselves. I know that going back to being younger, there would be people who would see certain young women growing up up beautifully or exuding a certain type of confidence and their first response would be to humble them in order to kind of break them so that they weren't doing too much. But what is too much? I believe that too much is again going to having that external beauty and not having the internal beauty to match. I believe that doing too much is having an extremely nasty attitude. I believe that doing too much is thinking that people being drawn to you is about you. I believe that doing too much is not knowing how to handle the hearts of God's people. I believe that doing too much is choosing not to serve, is choosing not to love, is choosing not to honor other people. But when you're simply living in your most authentic state and you're choosing to glorify God with your entire being, your mind, your heart, your soul and spirit in your decisions and what you choose to do and choose not to do, I believe that you're not doing too much. It's only too much to the person who's not doing enough. There are times where people will look at the lives of certain women and be like, dang, she thinks she's all that. And we're taught naturally to be like, no, I don't think I'm all that. But the truth is you should think that you're all that. You should know that you are all that. You should know that you were fearfully and wonderfully created and God gave you substance. He didn't just create you out of nothing. He created you out of something to be able to form you and mold you into a woman of substance, of poise, of elegance, of grace, and really of his image. Going back to that affirmation, we said, yes, I am a woman of substance and I have every right to believe that I am all that and some. I remember listening to Miles Monroe. Y'all, this thing was so good. It blew my mind. And he was simply just talking about confident people and how confident 
confident people tend to shake things up and pull out the lack of confidence in other people. And when there are people surrounding you who do not have the confidence that you exude, they will become disrespectful. They get really rude. They can make stuff up about you. They will try to do what's necessary to project their insecurities onto you. And when they see that you are not open to receiving their insecurities, then they try to make it seem like you're the one with issues. And you have to be really careful that you don't take on the identity of other people because they want you to feel how they feel. For instance, I was having a conversation with a group of women a while ago. In our conversation, we were just asking questions about ways we wanted to heal, things we wanted to do better, how we viewed ourselves, blah, 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 blah. And I really began to listen to the answers of other people and my answers and the answers of other women who were extremely confident. And there was a huge difference. And it wasn't to say that we're all not still in a healing place, that we're all not still learning to overcome certain things. But when you listen to the speech of a woman, you can tell a lot about how she views herself, how she views other people, and even how she views God. And so it's perfectly okay that we're not all in the same place. We don't have to be in the same place. But I was really praising God in that moment internally because it's like, God, I thank you that I'm not where I used to be. So an example is we would have a question like, what's something you want to work on? And a woman who wasn't as confident in God and herself at the time or felt like she was still not really in a whole place, her answer would sound more so like, well, you know, I don't really see what God wants to do with me and I'm really searching for purpose. I don't understand why I'm here. I'm still hurting from X, Y, and Z. And I find myself shutting down day after day, even when I'm trying to get up. Okay. Versus the confident woman who would say, you know what? I am simply just grateful for where I am. And I don't even remember the question I put up, but I believe that the Lord has done a major work on me and I'm just allowing life to unfold. And so when you hear those two answers, someone listening in could be like, okay, so you're not going through anything. You don't feel bad about anything. You don't think that you have to work on anything. And that's not necessarily the case. It simply means that I know where I'm at in God. I know that he has me. I'm confident in what he's doing in this time. I'm confident in who he's allowed me to become for this time. I'm confident in what he is going to do. And I'm not allowing myself to be harassed. When you reach a level of confidence in the Lord, it's going to show up through throughout your entire being, throughout your entire life. And it is going to make people uncomfortable. But let me tell you something. I have learned that I do not have to live in a broken state for the rest of my life. I've learned that I don't need anybody else's permission to celebrate wholeness. I have learned that I don't have to apologize for enjoying my life and for being whole. For so many years, I was in a broken state and in the transitional phases up until now, I found myself still trying to grasp onto that brokenness because I felt like that was the only way I would be able to relate to other people's pain. Or I felt like that was the only way people would think I was being authentic. Or I felt like that was the only way it would make me seem like I'm being realistic. But the truth is you do reach a point in a place where you are whole, even through learning how to heal through certain things in life. It does not mean 
mean that everything in your life is A1 perfect. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that everything has been totally put together the way that you desire. But what it does mean is that you see the beauty in all things. You find contentment in the place that you are. You trust in your God. You are confident in who he has designed you to be. And I just want to tell you that you have permission to think that you are all that and to live in wholeness. No longer, you guys, are we making excuses for choosing to no longer be broken. I'm not making excuses for people, for people to feel comfortable with my wholeness. I'm not, I'm not dumbing myself down. I'm not dimming my lights. I'm not acting like God didn't do what he has done in my life. I am not going to play myself or play God to make other people feel comfortable in this game. I'm not doing it. I am enjoying my life, who I am, what he's doing, where I'm going, who I'm doing it with, how we're going to do it. I'm celebrating it all. And yes, I do think I'm all that. I'm full of substance. I am full of poise, grace. I'm prospering. I am loving. I am kind. I am friendly. I am a breath of fresh air. And you want to know that you are all of those things and then some. No longer are we reciting, I'm broken. I'm torn down. I'm destroyed. I'm prone to abuse. I'm just expecting things to not work out. Absolutely not. I, y'all, I expect everything to work out for me. I wake up with a winner's mindset. I wake up believing and knowing that things are going to get done. I manage my time well. I spend time with people and other women of substance. I exude what I want to receive. I don't get the wrong view of God. I move in the timing that he tells me to move. I am intentional with what I put my hands to do. I am intentional with who I give my ear to. I am intentional with who I put my hands on and who I allow to put their hands on me. When you get to a place of knowing and believing that you are all that and some, you are different. You move different. You don't allow everything and everyone to do whatever they feel in your life. You don't allow situations of life to just take you wherever they desire you to go. You don't get distracted by everything. You don't don't make everything your goal and your plan. I have never been in a more clear space than I am right now. I know what my purpose is. I know what I need to be doing. I know the woman that is drawn to the ministries within my heart. I know how I need to be using my time. I know where I need to be and the people I need to be with. And it's all because I know who God has designed me to be and I know who he is. When you have the right viewpoint of these things, it takes your eyes off of the negatives. It takes your eyes off of the things that aren't going right. Does it mean that you can't still see them in your peripheral? Absolutely not. You're still aware, but you're focused on God and his purpose for you in your life. And this allows you willingly and gratefully allow your light to shine before men because you understand that you want more people to exude this light. When you know who you are, you don't get intimidated by the light of other people. Light is attracted to light. Light doesn't fight with light. Light works together. If 
I was to go outside right now because it's daytime, the sun is shining. If I was to shine a flashlight into the air, you wouldn't see it because light works together. It's one. But if I was to go into a dark space and shine my light, you would definitely see that light. And the whole room would have to light up. The darkness would begin to fade away. The light is taking over. That's how strong light is. And there are times when your light shines so brightly that darkness will try to do whatever possible through people to snuff that light out. And you have to refuse. And a part of refusing darkness to have that type of power over you is knowing that light is stronger than darkness. And knowing that, listen, if I allow this light to snuff out, I'm going to have to go through a lot of these processes again to find the courage to make this light shine again. People don't know what you had to go through to allow your light to shine. They have no idea what it takes for you to get up and get out of the bed every day. They have no idea what you've had to endure to get to this moment. They have no idea the thoughts that you have to cast down to make sure your mind remains an incubation space of God's desires for your life and others. They have no idea what it takes for you to carry the substance that God has placed within you. They have no idea. There are times where you second guess if you want to believe that you are all that. Yes, you are all that and a bag of chips, period. God created you. He is the creator of all things. If you were designed by his hand, you can't be anything less. You were made in his image and his likeness. He is nothing less than all that. If you're a woman who is bothered by knowing that a woman is living in her utmost greatest greatness, sis, you got to heal your heart. Why are you mad that she shows up shining? This is what I see now. Going back to that illustration of light stepping into darkness. If you're a woman of substance and light, when another woman steps into a room that you're in, you don't feel like she's snuffing you out. You don't feel like she's pushing you out the room because you're light, y'all work together. But if you are a woman who's full of darkness and you are easily intimidated and you feel like someone else is removing your shine when they step in a room, then it's easy for her light to come in and push you out because you're full of darkness. That's an easy way to tell if you're full of darkness. Am I intimidated by any other woman? Why do I feel a certain way when this woman walks in the room? Why do I feel a certain type of way when I'm around her? Why do I roll my eyes when other people congratulate her? Why does it make me angry to hear her giving accolades and affirmations? When I see that she posts about what's going on good in her life, why do I I need to unfollow her? Why do I have to block her even though she's only done me well? Sis, you got to heal, okay? Like there's nothing else to say about that. You have to heal and figure out what is going on. Her dimming her light is not going to make you heal. It's just an adjustment. You don't have time for that. You need to heal. There's no reason that another woman's confidence should make you feel insecure ever. You should want the next woman to walk with her head held high. You should want the next woman to step out of every abusive relationship. You should want every single woman to know exactly who she is and to believe that she's all that 
that and some. You should want every woman to experience the healing that you're experiencing. You should want every woman to know that she is loved and adored by God. You should absolutely want and expect every single woman to celebrate herself. When we celebrate ourselves, more of the best of us comes up and we can give ourselves permission to celebrate the next woman. And when we celebrate the next woman, more of her beauty, more of her confidence, more of her substance comes to the surface. And when we do that, she moves to the next person and she celebrates the next. It's a chain reaction. It's selfish to think that it's okay to not celebrate the next woman. It's selfish of you to think that you aren't all that. It's actually really sad if you believe you're lacking something or if you think that another woman's light is drowning out your light. If you're really light, you can't be drowned out. But if you're full of darkness, you sure can. You don't want to be that woman. When I see the girl stepping out, I'm like, yes, ma'am, you better. Because if you would have walked in here looking any type of way or walking with your head down or speaking low of yourself, I would be wondering what's going on. There are times when I hear a certain person minister. What they say sounds really good. They talk about having confidence in God and trusting God and all these different things, but they use themselves as like the punching bag for other people to laugh at and joke on. And every time they speak against themselves and tear themselves down through joke, and I literally cringe. I haven't spoken to them about this yet, but It really breaks my heart because the way they've learned to cope through things they feel like they can't change or things that other people have made fun of them for is by tearing themselves down. I refuse to see something that others see as a flaw or that I may know is a possible flaw and join in with Satan on tearing myself down because ultimately those disses and those word curses come from the pit of hell. And if you are someone Someone who tears yourself down to try to make yourself feel better. Stop doing that. Like, stop doing that right now. Don't do that anymore because it's not going to work. That tough love stuff isn't going to work. That breaking yourself down and building yourself back up is not going to work. God builds us up with his words. Even in seeing our shortcomings, he still speaks good over us. Good and not evil. Going back to that video I listened to with Miles Monroe, one thing he said about Jesus is Jesus never disagreed with what God said about him and his life. He always said, I am, I am, I am the son of God. I am. He was very confident in who God created him to be. That's y'all's homework assignment for the day. Go in the Bible and look up I am and some of the things that Jesus said and see how he spoke about himself. Even when, was it the Pharisees or the Sadducees came to him saying, are you such and such? And he said, well, you say that I am. (laughs) He was really strategic with his word and you have to be strategic with yours. Remember, yes, you are a woman of substance and you have every right to believe that you are all that and then some. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I really do hope and pray that it has encouraged you and that you start to believe exactly who God says that you are and that you know that you are all that passes on to your friends. Do not forget to follow this podcast. She's so soft. Next week, we are going to get into the importance of speaking to yourself nice. We tell everybody else, speak to me nice, speak to me nice. But no, you need to speak to you nice. Okay. Your words matter. And before you go out speaking life to everybody, 
everybody else, you need to be speaking life to that woman you see in the mirror every single day. As always, I am your host, Dale Pasco. Remember, you are too soft to be acting so hard.